Hey, greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Colonel Allen West here, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. You gotta light them up before they burn it down. This episode of the Steadfast and Law podcast is brought to us by our good friends at the United States Concealed Carry Association. Being a responsibly armed American is both an honor and a responsibility. It's not one to be taken lightly. If you own a gun, then you need the self-defense education training and self-defense liability insurance that you get with a USCCA membership. Click learn more below right now to explore your membership options, which are risk-free with the USCCA's bulletproof money-back guarantee. Guys and gals, the U.S. Concealed Carry Association was founded to help responsibly armed Americans like you and I. They're committed to providing life-saving self-defense resources to help you and your family be safe. When you activate your membership, you'll automatically get life-saving self-defense education, industry-leading training, plus self-defense liability insurance. Don't wait until it's too late. Click learn more below right now. And as always, the USCCA is not an insurance company. A policy has been issued to the USCCA by Universal Fire and Casualty Insurance Company. That policy provides the association and its members with self-defense liability insurance subject to its terms, conditions, limitations, and exclusions. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Steadfast Law Podcast. You know, if there's one thing that I really, really don't like, it's hypocrisy. And it's really hypocrisy when it's so blatant that you cannot miss it. Now, there are people out there that will hope and believe that you're too stupid to see it. You're too afraid to combat it. Or you're reticent in calling it out. But the hypocrisy of the progressive socialist left and everybody else that they deem as their political opposition and how they don't adhere to the rule of law or standards or decorum, anything, it's got to end. So when I start to look at the greatest hypocrisy I think going on right now, who defines what a protest is? And who defines what happens to protesters? Because we've got an issue that I want to talk about. We've got a big issue here in the United States. So, I mean, we've got a big issue that I want to talk about. We've got a big issue in Texas that really upsets me that it even got to this point. See, back, remember the quote-unquote summer of love of 2020, when all the leftists, someone blew the dog whistle, and they came out and started burning down buildings attacking police, attacking anybody. This whole Black Lives Matter thing went absolutely off the rails and Antifa joined along with them. 
the violence that we saw. No, that was just peaceful protesting. And they have a First Amendment right to petition their government for redress of grievances. There are many ways that you can do that. Burning down government buildings is not one way. Or going into major cities and impeding the freedom of movement, the freedom of maneuver, the freedom of transit of law-abiding citizens is not how you do this thing called protesting. You're supposed to go out if you want to protest. If you want to have a march, a rally, or something like that, you apply for a permit to do so. You have control mechanisms in place. I mean, if you look at the left and how crazed they went over J6, then why didn't we see them do the same thing when it comes to them going out into the streets and them getting violent? Over the course of an entire summer. And many, much of it does continue on to today. Just look at what happened recently in Atlanta with the police training facility that was attacked, assaulted. You know, I spent 22 years in the United States Army. Loved every minute of it. I come from a family of Soldiers and one Marine, everybody has to have the black sheep of their family. My older brother was a Marine, but all of us are combat veterans. And the fact that here in the state of Texas, a sergeant, a combat veteran from Afghanistan, a member of the 1st Cavalry Division at Fort Hood, Texas, the place that was my last duty station, has been convicted of murder of a BLM protester. That is hypocrisy. And let me explain to you why it's hypocrisy. Sergeant Daniel Perry was down in Austin, Texas. Fort Hood is about, yeah, I give it 60 miles north of Austin, Texas. But Sergeant Daniel Perry, and this is another point of contention, a young sergeant that has to go down and have a second job as an Uber driver to make ends meet, well, all of a sudden, the, the BLMers decide that they're going to call an incredible protest. And if you know anything about Travis County in Austin, Texas, it's just about the same as San Francisco. It's far left to the far left. Some people call it Moscow on the Colorado River, Austin, Texas. When they say keep Austin weird, they have gone beyond keeping Austin weird. Austin now is dangerous. They've defunded the police by $150 million. Assaults, crime, murders, all of these things are up down in Austin, Texas. But that all aside, the BLM folks decide that they're going to go out there and have a protest. They're going to go out into the streets. They're going to impede the freedom of movement and maneuver of people who are just out minding their own business. One of those people just happened to be Sergeant Daniel Perry a combat veteran from Afghanistan, a United States Army sergeant in the 1st Cavalry Division, an incredible history in that division. Now, one of the people that decided to participate was a young man who, let's see, Garrett Foster. Garrett Foster decided that he's going to put on a vest. He's going to openly brandish an AK-47. I mean, you know, if you're going to carry a semi-automatic rifle, why not get something that's American-made? 
But he's got his AK-47, he's got a club, and he's got a knife. What kind of peaceful protester puts that on? Body armor, a neoprene vest, an AK-47, a club, and a knife. Garrett Foster is down there. Sergeant Daniel Perry is down there. At the time, no one was in his car, no uh, Uber uh, clients. But he's trying to drive. They block and impede his movement. They start to bang on his car. And then Garrett Foster approaches his car with an AK-47. Click. Every single one of us has been in the military. Every single one of us that have been in combat, we're going to respond the exact same way. You come and approach me with an AK-47. It's in the business. I'm not talking. I'm not negotiating. I'm not discussing. I'm not asking you what's your grievance, man. You got an AK-47 and you're coming towards me. Perry opens fire on Garrett Foster and kills him. Perry reports himself. The police come, they, the police do an investigation on this. They clear him. It's self-defense. Oh, but now we've really crossed the Rubicon. A BLM supporter with an AK-47, a club, and a knife, and a neoprene vest, he's been shot and killed in an illegal protest that was impeding the freedom of movement and freedom of maneuver of a legal law-abiding citizen. Cleared self-defense in the investigation by the police. No, the leftists in Austin, Travis County, are apoplectic. So the Soros-backed Travis County District Attorney decides that he is going to bring charges against Sergeant Daniel Perry for murder. And, of course, he has just been convicted. Now, this was back in 2020. He's just been convicted of murder. I can just imagine who sat on that jury. It was not a jury of his peers, men and women who had maybe served in, in uniform, men and women who know what it's like to have those life-and-death situations. I mean, after all, the Taliban in Afghanistan, they carried AK-47. So if you point an AK-47, you come and approach me with an AK-47, click. It's game on. How is it that Garrett Foster has a neoprene vest, an AK-47, a club and a knife, he approaches someone with an AK-47. He is shot, and Sergeant Daniel Perry is convicted of murder. But yet, Ashley Babbitt, a veteran of the United States Air Force, on January 6th, unarmed, she gets shot, and we still don't know who shot her. There has been no charges brought against the person that shot an unarmed person, an Air Force veteran, a woman. See, who gets to decide what's a protest and what's not a protest? Who gets to decide when you shoot someone that's armed with an AK-47, you're bad. If you shoot someone that is unarmed, you're good. It's all because 
Which side of the political spectrum are you on? That's the hypocrisy that I'm sick and tired of. And this should have never gotten to a, a, a court case. This should have never gotten to a conviction. You know, as a matter of fact, I do not understand why to this day we still have not declared Antifa as a domestic terrorist organization in the state of Texas. Now, you know, kudos, you know, Governor Abbott's going to already, you know, fast-tracking pardon paperwork for Sergeant Daniel Perry. But it should have never gotten to this point. And, of course, the left is like, well, if you pardon this murder or whatever, well, then what about the person that shot Ashley Babbitt? And Sergeant Daniel Perry is not a murderer. Sergeant Daniel Perry had the right to self-defense. It's time we stop playing around with these Antifa BLM protesters. And the fact that we have a Soros-backed DA in the state of Texas, in the capital of the state of Texas, you know, jurisdiction over that county. And this is what we get? Texans should be furious. I am. But it's not just that. It's the hypocrisy of two black leftist legislators in the state of Tennessee, where, as you know, I went to school there, the University of Tennessee. See, a biological female that's confused and thinks she's a man can go into a Christian school and shoot and kill six individuals, three of them children, nine years of age. It's not about the people that were shot and murdered at this Christian school. It's all about the person that did it, they're the victim, the one that suffers from gender dysphoria. The, the whole thing now is about the gun control. It's not about how did a person that has a mental condition get firearms, how does a person go to five different gun stores and purchase seven weapons, how does a person that well planned out this thing, left a manifesto and all of these things, why aren't we talking about that? No. The left hijacks it. This is the hypocrisy. And now it's about gun control. Now it's about the legal law-abiding citizen like Colonel Allen West. We've got to take firearms away from him instead of looking at the real problem. And so, therefore, the right to petition government for redress of grievances, I got it. I understand it. That's a First Amendment right. But when you stormed the Tennessee state capitol, why wasn't that an insurrection? I mean, that's kind of what the left has done now. These are your words. But see, that's okay because it's all about our side of the political spectrum. We can do whatever we want. And so, therefore, two black legislators in the state of Tennessee, Representative Justin Jones, Representative Justin Pearson, let's call them J2. And so they take into the well where you give speeches there in the House of Representatives, there in the uh, State House of, of, of Tennessee, they go down with, with a bullhorn. They completely disrupt the proceedings. They've joined in with the protesters who are not peaceful. They stormed the Tennessee State Capitol. They were pushing around state troopers. And these guys were instigating it by using the blowhorn, completely in violation of the decorum and the rules of the Tennessee State House. And they're held responsible and accountable for that. Now, all of a sudden, 
they're, they're heroes. Oh, well, since they're black, it was all racism. That No. When you do something wrong, no one cares a doggone about black, white, Hispanic, or Asian. When you do something wrong, when you break rules, it's all about breaking rules. Now, here's the thing, leftists. You want to parade President Trump and go after a former president and, and bring up charges or whatever against him in the Senate because you're saying he instigated January 6th. Here are two members of the Tennessee State House violating the rules, inciting a mob, using bullhorns. But that's okay. Now they're heroes. Now, now we get the vice president of the United States of America flying her daggum butt down to Tennessee, not to remember the victims of the Covenant Christian School, the three nine-year-old kids. She probably doesn't know their names. But she's down there complaining about these two knuckleheads, Representative Justin Jones and Representative Justin Pearson, who by the rules of the Tennessee State House, they were voted and expelled. That's the standard. It ain't about being black, white, Hispanic, or Asian. You break the rules, the body can vote whether or not you should be part of that body politic. They voted against it. That's the hypocrisy that is out there. The vice president flies down, does not even mention, does not even care about the six people that were shot and killed, three of them, nine-year-old kids, by this gender dysphoric nutcase. Now it's all of a sudden about these two black former state representatives that they're trying to get reinstated. You reinstate them, what does that say about the standards, the rules, and decorum? This hypocrisy has got to end. You know, I've been on college, university campuses. Maybe some of y'all saw what happened to me when I went to speak at the University of Buffalo. But Riley Gaines is a female swimmer, very accomplished female swimmer. She's at the San Francisco State University speaking about the rights of female athletes. Who would have ever thought that we would be sitting around in the United States of America, talking about the rights of female athletes. I mean, that's why we got Title IX in the first place. But she is there at San Francisco State University and gets attacked by biological males, one wearing a dress. She is chased into a room, barricaded in a room for several hours, and nothing is done to these individuals, I hope she sues the pants off of San Francisco State University. But how do we get to the point? Who defines what a protest is? So a, 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 a female swimmer can go and just want to state her position on why female sports should be for females, not biological males who have gender dysphoria, which is a mental condition saying that they want to compete against females. Hey, there's nothing heroic about that. There's nothing courageous about that. As a matter of fact, you're a coward. Go compete against other, you know, guys that think they're girls. 
But we're destroying women's sports over what? The left's ideological agenda. And it is absolutely okay that Riley Gaines gets attacked. No one's talking about it. It's absolutely okay that these two knuckleheads in Tennessee can violate the house rules and decorum thereof. That's okay for them. It's no big deal that Sergeant Daniel Perry, minding his own business, driving his Uber on his off-duty time to make a little extra money, is stopped and his car is banged on by a bunch of BLM protesters who should not be out there impeding the freedom of maneuver and freedom of movement of law-abiding citizens. And if someone walks up to him with an AK-47 and he shoots him, and he's the murderer, he's the one that did wrong. This hypocrisy has got to stop. The rule of law has to be reestablished. If we're to believe now in the United States of America that everything that the progressive socialist Marxist left does is going to get a pass, then we're descending into a state of anarchy and chaos. Are you telling me I can't defend myself? You're telling me that, you know, Riley Gaines, she's just supposed to take it or else get beaten or attempted to be beaten? You're telling me that I can't go onto the campus of University of Buffalo and talk about my experiences of a young black man being born in a blacks-only hospital in 1961 and the things, the opportunities that this country has afforded me. I'm supposed to get shouted down and chased off campus and have to be escorted out by police. It's game on. I'm not making a threat. I'm making a promise that you're going too far. President Biden, Vice President Harris, you didn't even mention those three kids, those three adults that were killed at Covenant Christian Academy. Now you're saying that you're going to use taxpayer dollars and, or you're going to withhold federal government education funds to schools that don't push agenda, dysphoric agenda. And I'm supposed to believe that this is what the American people want. Next November 2024, we got to crush it. We got to crush it or else you're emboldening it. You got to crush it or else you're complicit with it. You vote for this, you're on the other side of a line. And we here in Texas know about Travis drawing that line in the sand. There's only one side or another side you can be on. If you're not on the side of the rule of law, like I said, you're on the side of the right to rule. Sergeant, Math, Sergeant Daniel Perry should not be convicted of murder. Garrett Foster, you know, to your folks and your fiance, I don't applaud anyone who loses their life. But when Garrett Foster put on that vest, grabbed his AK-47, a club and a knife, and went downtown Austin, then whatever consequences of him making that decision, that's his responsibility. 
those people that banged on Sergeant Perry's car, that's you're responsible. That's destruction of private property. The person that chased Riley Gaines and tried to attack her, you should be brought up on charges of assault. And the two representatives in Tennessee, J2, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson, you're a disgrace. You're no heroes. You incited a mob. But that's what the left wants. The rule by mobocracy, which is the greatest threat to our constitutional republic and our representative democracy. We here at the Steadfast and Law podcast will not stand and allow for hypocrisy to continue. And if you ever come up on my Jeep Wrangler Rubicon Gladiator with an AK-47, click. That's what happens when that part of the soldier clicks in, the Marine, the airman. The sailor, the warrior. Don't push us. If you want to have a peaceful debate, let's have a peaceful debate. But if you bring an AK 47 to the debate, then the consequences are your responsibility. Steadfast and loyal. Before they burn it down